This is Mark Mack. 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 The Sounds Collective. Deeper, deeper, deeper. Wait. 
solid tracks and a remix from Alvero Highlander on there as well. Track we've got coming in. Steaming tune. Track's called Below. It's the original mix. Artist is Unas Emre. It's out on Serious Music. Released this week. 
tune.
Collective.
Alexander Seikoff Overt's track called Aberration. Brand new tune out on Item Records this week. The track was covered in underneath. This is Moving Dub. It's a deep spell remix of this stunning track by Heli Larson and Rikamoto. It's a classic and you can get that on Lucid Flow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
is the title track taken from the Fall Away EP. You can find this on Deep Class Records as of Monday the 28th of April.
this young talent from Russia with his debut release on the label Lucid Flow is Brickman that's coming in right now. This is the Nadja Linz remix of Reborn. You can catch this track as of the 6th of May.
everything has a meaning so the sake and on this occasion it's the title of this deep soulful track from Submantra and DJ Umbri. You can get this right now and it's released on Soul Departure Records. Thank you. 
Uh, welcome back to the Sounds Collective here on 87.7 Stafford FM. Staying in the mix for about another 30 minutes. I'm then going to be having a chat with Deep Spell. Uh, tune I'm going to kick off with is Hallucination, Sebastian De Luca remix of Luke Nova and Megan O'Neill's track taken from the Winter Express Volume 2 album that is released by Deep Wave Records. It's available right now. Going to follow that with McNair and Clark's Bread Ring. Deep Spell remix of that cracking track released April the 28th, which is Monday. And uh, it's via another top label from two good friends of mine, Tom and Rory, and it's Deep Sight Recordings. Yuri from Russia follows on with that with a tune that's called Time Traveller. The Big Owl remix out with Empty Whiskey Flask. And the release date for this tune is May the 5th. It's a Beatport exclusive only on that day and May the 19th worldwide. This is Mark Mack. Deeper, deeper, deeper. This nation was founded by men of many nations and backgrounds. It was founded on the principle that all men are created equal and that the rights of every man are diminished when the rights of one man are threatened.
This is the Sounds Collective. Welcome back to the Sounds Collective here on Stafford FM. We're going to go all the way over to Montreal in Canada to have a chat with my next guest. He's been a DJ and Deep House producer for many years and one half of the House Riders. It's Deep Spell. How are you, my friend? I'm very good. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for coming on the Sounds Collective. It's a pleasure to be here, Mike. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Right, okay. You've got the Ready Mix Sessions at Habitat. Now, yeah. you've got an amazing lineup there. You've got Big Al, Rishi K, uh, Vlad, which is Elroy, uh, yeah. and yourself. Exactly. That that would be a perfect night for me, that would. <laughs> yeah, well, it's very exciting because I uh, I did not have the chance to meet uh, Big Al or uh, Rishi. Yeah. Vlad and I, we met because, uh, you know, he's in Montreal and we, we had the, to the chance to chat a bit and uh, share some studio ha- hours. But um, but yeah, it's going to be very exciting to finally, you know, uh, meet B- Big Al. Uh, we've been doing uh, a couple of things for, for years on ReadyMix. Yeah. And uh, finally meet and play together, I think it's going to be very exciting. Yeah, um, and as I say, that would be a perfect night for me. I would love to be there, absolutely love to be there. Where are you originally from? Well, um, I grew up um, around Paris in France, Um, and um, I moved in Canada. I was uh, 12, uh, so that was in 95. Yourself? You, I think you were about nineteen when you you started getting into a bit of bit of house music. I I basically started to listen really closely to house music. I was uh, thirteen or fourteen year, years old, and at that time I was listening a lot of uh, R and B, hip hop, you know, uh, Michael Jackson, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, pretty much all the music that was going around, you know, Daft Punk and stuff. But there was um, especially one album that really, really got me into the house music, which is uh, Saint-Germain Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Um, and to, to make it a short story, my dad knew uh, his agent and they made him come uh, in Montreal. And my dad had the album one month before everyone. No. So the bass was kicking uh, in, in the house and I was 14, you know? Fantastic. Yeah. Now, I mean, there was a CD later on in your life, I think it was when you were about 19, that, that really made you want to get some decks, wasn't it? Yeah, it's uh, Dibdish, yeah. Uh, East Coast, West Coast. That's the very first CD I bought myself, yes. Ah, fantastic. Um, yeah. Deep Dish is, is doing yeah. absolutely amazing now. Um, yeah, well, they're doing a very uh, lots of uh, different stuff. Mm. Well, I mean, in terms of that, they're playing at, um, I think... I know that they've, they've, they've hit onto Las Vegas. I think it's the Hackersan, okay. which, which is a nightclub uh, in Las Vegas at the MGM Grand. <laughs> and, I mean, Las Vegas is really catching on to the house music vibe. Uh, everything from techno, Tiesto. I mean, Tiesto plays at this yeah. place, you know, and to, to have somebody like Deep Dish move into that, it's it's quite slight, it's different, really. It is, yeah. You know, I mean, Paul Oakenfold, I was only speaking to him a couple of months ago, and he loves Las Vegas. He reckons it's the new capital of house music. Now, did you did you actually start DJing straight off, or did you actually make music? Uh, no, I started to, to DJ first. Yeah, I started, uh, my God, I was um, 19 or 20, and, you know, it was just like random equipment, like, you know, a CD player, a DVD player, a very old mixer, and, you know, pieces by pieces. And then finally I, I, I got myself into a record store, and I just uh, fell in love with the records and started to buy uh, 
re records, you know. So, um, I mean, from from that point, you know, everything then came after. Uh, one of my friends gave me an old turntable that I had one turntable, one CD player, you know. Mm -hmm. And then finally, at 21, I bought my old uh, Technics mm -hmm. and then and then started to play on new records. Fantastic. Yes. Finally, you know, a couple of years after, uh, digital came very strong in the in the um, industry. Yeah. And then uh, I was shocked. I was shocked because everybody was playing MP3, and uh, from me uh, passing from a you know an analogic sound to MP3 sound was just dramatic. You know, so uh, I I I got involved. You know, I I started to also play and 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 buy some. Digital because uh, records, you know, it's well, very expensive also. Mm. And uh, finally started to buy wave and wave and wave. And um, and then I stopped, uh, you know, after uh, two, three years, I think I stopped playing records because, I, you know, uh, I got into tractor, I got into dif different types of, of mixing. And um, and finally, since, uh, since last year, I definitely started to play and buy records again yeah there seems to be a little resurgence going on there yeah absolutely i mean um, i just you know i just uh, fell in love again well yeah i mean the, the beauty of it is i mean ehi records sent me over something from demarcus lewis um and it's a cracking little track but also i was speaking to paul cassidy the other two weeks ago okay and paul was telling me that um are actually getting on board with this now and yes you know, which is fantastic. Yeah, you know. it is fantastic. I had a good talk with Richie, and I'm very glad he's doing it. Yeah, which yeah. is an amazing thing to be moving into. It's good to have that sound. I mean, when I spoke to Andrew Weatherall, we we had about a half hour discussion about the warmth of the sound you get yeah. from yeah. vinyl. The sound is is I don't know. It's it's very hard to explain, but. Basically, the sound is warmer. Mm. The sound, um, like you, the low freak frequencies are are just, you know, they're taking you there. They're like yeah. it's so, you know, because with the MP3 and the digital, you you, you have a lot of a uh, high frequency saturation. Yeah, yeah, and uh, which you really don't have on on, on records, you know, yeah. and um, and even in, in the in the mix I, I did for you, it's uh, it's very uh, it's uh, it's a blend of digital. And records, oh, and 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 you, if you have a really, um, you know, a developed ear, yeah. you you're gonna hear some transition when you you can basically hear. Okay, he's spinning a records, and then he's going on a digital. Cool, yeah. You know, yeah. Well, digital and, has a crispness that you know that that yes. can can be a bit, it, you know, mechanical in its. I don't know. Mechanical is really the right word, but it, a little bit. You know, compact and condensed, and whereas with a vinyl, I, you know, this it, there's something. I mean, I have to mix with with digital in this industry because a lot of radio stations and everything else they just don't cater for. Of course, yeah. yeah. You know, the, and also carrying your SL twelve tens around it just doesn't really work. Um, yeah, I still have a set of SL twelve tens. I still get vinyl, and again, it's it's the price tag as well when you're doing a lot of music that. When you're yeah. paying ten pound for a vinyl, in the past it wouldn't yeah. be the least to, to pay ten pound would be, yeah, would be a normal figure. Um, I know, 
Whereas on, on digital nowadays, a lot of people are buying digital simply because of the, the factor of the, the, the you know, the, the price. However, right. when you yeah. start talking about things like I, I know, and with, with a lot of DJs in the world that have, that have been around since the SL1210 days, they have that memory of, of the sound and the difference it was to work with. Well, that, that is great to hear that you've done a, both a digital and, um, you know, a vinyl mix. That, that is fantastic. I do appreciate that. You are listening to The Sounds Collective. Which do you prefer doing? Do you prefer DJing or do you prefer making music, producing music? Uh, oh, my God. It's, uh, you know, I think it's two different worlds because when you produce music, I, I would say that you, you have to get your, your head at 100%. You know, you have, to, um, you have to have quite a time in front of you and have a clear mind and, you know, really get into music pr- production. Because when you're DJing, it can be, you know, um, it less demanding. It can be just more fun, just like spinning music and trying things and blah, 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 you know. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, when you're really trying to get something out of your computer on the on this, you know, you you really need to be focused and 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 get doing what what you're doing. So um, so I mean, I think it's it's really cool to go from making a track to go back in the in the the DJ booth and and start to play some 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 tracks. Some I do that sometimes. Like I take a break. Like let's say I have a five hours studio set session. Mm-hmm. I take I take like maybe a half hour break and I just play records in the back. And uh, trying to get some inspiration and blah blah blah, you know. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I really love uh, doing both. Um, I would say, of course, it's really exciting to play uh, your own tracks or you know just play in a club, you know. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. I know that feeling. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's one of the things Marshall Jefferson said to me was that fact that he was he was in Switzerland and. Um, he was in a place where it was like an open event. There was 60,000 people. And wow. for him to watch when he dropped Move Your Body. Yes. Oh, my God. You know, and have these 60,000 people with their hands in the air and jumping like maniacs, he says, it was really worth really exactly. worth the feel, you know. And he was he was very modest, and then he just lost the plot. <laughs> he just went. I went, so you really enjoyed that. And, Oh God, yeah, man, that was brilliant. You know, yeah, yeah. He says, and to look over and to see most of the world's DJs had all come to see him play as well. I think it's the best reward ever for a DJ playing in his his own track and and having such a reaction, you know, on his own music. I think that's the 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 whole thing when you are in front of your computer trying to make something good, you know, and finally you you get, you know. The, the, the response. The, yes, the, exactly. Thank you. Yeah. The response. Yeah, you can see what it does to people. Exactly. You know. Um, now, I mean, it, it's an amazing thing. It's one of those things that you can only you can only feel on the night. I mean, a lot of people, when you first drop the track, there's got to be a sense of apprehension, whether you're going to get the reaction that you want. Yes, of course. You know, and it also, yeah. I suppose, it's a test run. Really, there's going to be points where you think, ah. You know, the, if the mood's changed there, I could maybe do this with that and this with that, you know. So you you, you doing both, producing and DJing, mm-hmm. it gives you a very clear sort of prospect of what, because there's a lot of people that just jump into a studio, 
make a track, make a track, make a track, make a track, and just keep on doing that. Yeah. They never have the opportunity to see that the reaction that 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 music, what that music does to people. You exactly. Know? You know, and you'll you, I'll be uh, I'm going to boast you a little bit here because your music, you know, it's stuck in my head um, as <laughs> as one of the best produced deep deep house producers. There's yourself. There's Rishi. Wow, thank you. You have this sound, and you have a quality of production that you put together. I mean, as I said, I think before the pre before we actually started having a proper chat, I think I, I spoke to you about back in town. Yeah, you know, yeah, it yeah. still sticks with me. As did a remix, I think you did for Heli Larson and Rickamoto, moving dub. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. You know, it was made very quick though. It was made very quick. Yeah, I remember Haley dropping me the remix back and saying like, "Hey, you want to do this? You have a week. It's gonna be for Berlin based uh, Lucid Flow." I was like all excited, and I think I did the the the, the mix in in three days. And and Ellie was just, you know, it was he was lo- lo- loving the mix, so it was very ex- exciting. And it's more exciting to see, or even today, it is working very good. On um, on internet, you know. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, yeah. I I still play that mix when I'm playing out. Awesome. I think uh, I think you know uh, uh, some some music are are timeless, and mm. I think that's uh, um, maybe somewhere where you can really um, uh, you know put aside you know that kind of music is you know I can play this in ten years, and it's, it's still going to be you know like uh, some tracks that that that, that I bought. Uh, five or six years ago, I, I I play them today, and it's like it's brand new. You know? so, without a doubt, without a doubt, you know. Yeah. And as I say, I still play that track, yeah. you know, even back in town. Um, you know, I drop it every now and again. Um, awesome. It's it just doesn't get a oh you know this again. Really, it doesn't. You you get a positive feedback from the crowd every single time. You know. Yeah. Um, now your first track, what what was that called? Because I know back in town, I think it was your second track. Well, Do you the very uh, yes, the first track I, I I made in in fact with Logic. Okay. Uh, because at the at the beginning, I think I was stuck on GarageBand for like a year, you know, and and getting it into Logic was such the perfect tr- transition for me, you know. Yeah. Um, and then I think the very first track I finished on Logic is uh, Dancing on You. And this one is part of my first release on Soul Industries. Yes. Yes. Dancing on You, it was part of a three-track EP with Flying Love, Dancing on You, and uh, Space Odyssey. Yeah. Seriously. That was it, yeah. Well, again, you know, it, it, you've, you've transitioned very easily and very well from DJing straight into the music production. And, and also, the, the good thing about DJing is you actually have an idea as to what people want. Of course. You know, and it just, it doesn't direct you. It just gives you inspiration as to, you know, I think, as to an idea of, you know, what will work and what won't work, or you don't go off on well, a tangent and just sit there and make a lot of noise. Of course, but I think when I made these tracks at the very beginning, I was just making tracks for, well, in fact, in, in most of the moment, I'm, I'm making tracks for, for, for myself. Yeah. Because, I, you know, it's because my, my, my taste is very picky, and even in my pro- productions, I'm very picky and it has to be like that and not like, like that etc etc et yeah. are you that way with your labels because i mean i know you've worked on some top labels i mean one of my favorite labels um um deep wit 
you know, you've got Acro yeah. Music, iRecords as well. Uh, do you, are you like that? Do you, ooh, have you had, I'm going to put you on a, a little spot here. Have you had a label yeah. ask you to make a tune and you've gone, uh, no, thank you. And it's not the label that you would want your tune to be on. Have you oh, yeah, that? yeah. Of course. Of course it happened a lot of times. <laughs> really? Yes. I've never asked that question before. Um, now, as I say, I mean, the, the, the Deep Spell remix of, of Halley Larson's and Rickamoto's Moving Dub was, was a, a massive yeah. tune for me. But another tune that you did, uh, which, again, is on another one of my favourite labels, which is UM Records. And it okay. was, I think it was back in about 2011, Can't Stop Thinking About You. Oh, yes. <laughs> you released that as a duo. It was yeah, Deep Spell. Yeah, well, in fact, in fact uh, I had a chance to... Uh, you know, uh, Kevin, my brother, lives in Paris. Uh, but at that time, he was uh, he was here in Montreal for six months, and uh, and then so we we of course we shared a lot of uh, of time in the studio, and I finally got him to to work and uh, with with Jeff and I and stuff. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, well, we we made that that track uh, just for fun. That was, I think, it's our very first uh, co- collaboration. And I remember at that time uh, we were just up- uploading tracks on on SoundCloud, you know. Yeah. And then and then Richie got his hand on it and directly sent us a message and said, "Guys, I want these tracks and blah blah." And that's it. Uh, a few months after it was released. Brilliant, because yeah. another top track. I mean, I I love what UM do anyway, and Richie always yeah. has had a good ear of for course. the for the sounds, you know. Yeah. And uh, that was again another tune that I mean I can remember popping into a mix. You know, uh, as soon as I heard it, I thought, "Yeah, I want that." Awesome. This is the Sounds Collective. You've worked with the, the, your brother. Yeah. Now it's not the only duo that you've done, though, is it? Are you with the House Riders with Jeff Fontaine? Yeah. Well, well, yeah. I'm. Uh, I am the founder of the of, of the uh, House Riders with uh, with Jeff. Jeff. Uh, Jeff is a good friend. We got involved in the studio back then, I think three or four years ago. And um, we met uh, r- randomly, uh, um, which she was Jeff's girlfriend's best oh, friend. Right. Okay. And suddenly, you know, Jeff heard my mixes and said, wow, it's pretty good. And we had a meeting at my place. And then I think a month after I was doing studio hours uh, with Jeff at least two or three times a week. I've asked you this in the past, and I've sent a message, and you've agreed to do this, maybe for a future show. I've asked you to come on as the House Riders, haven't I, as well? Yeah, absolutely, yes, that's now, right. Now, the reason being is you both, as a single, yourself, and as the House Riders, you have two different sounds. I think you do, anyway. You know, I think you've got a more jazzed, chilled sound as the house riders do you, do you think that i mean how would you describe your music well yeah it, i think you're right because with jeff we, we've been experiencing uh, experimenting some stuff that maybe i won't i won't do by myself you know yeah and um, and jeff had some quite a couple of uh, co- connections in the industry in montreal like for example uh, he's a good friend of john juster he's a saxophonist he's, he's amazing we we made a, a whole album with with him uh, here yeah and um, so that was very exciting to work with jeff because uh, he was the the, the guy who was very excited to, to you know to, to to bring life into the studio you know but to answer your question more precisely i think my music 
let's say the house writers music yeah might be just a bit more techy or more um jazzy for some yeah we because we you know we've been using a lot of uh john's uh cut and stuff and yeah. so well i, I used recently used a tune that you've you've recently brought out 98 fahrenheit yeah, well, I put it in a mix. Very old too, yeah. yeah, I think it's out on BQ recordings, but I think exactly. I did a mix for Circles Digital, and you know, and so many people have commented on that one track, you know, because I've had it come out of Anthony, an Anthony Me track, and suddenly you've got this sort of saxy fire, you know, and it's really laid back, and it is, it's it's a it's a beautiful tune, but it's slightly different off key from what you, as an individual, does. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean that is it, it. It's great that you've got two ends of the tail, is what I'm trying to say here. Absolutely. Well, I think that's where Jeff uh, Jeff comes in. You know, of course, when I make a track on on my own, it's going to sound a bit different than I make a track with 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 Jeff because Jeff yeah. has also his personal touch. You know? Very lucky, very yeah. lucky, yeah. because you, you as both the house riders and yourself, it works. If you say so. <laughs> it does, without a doubt, it does, yeah. You know, I think that there's a, a very intelligent jazz-down sound coming from yourself as the house riders, and then I've got a deep, warm, intense, intelligent sound that comes yeah. from yourself in your own production work. Yeah, well, you know, I think uh, Jeff and I uh, were very, very much inspired by Kevin Yost, and I think in some cases it really shows, you know, productions what exactly we wanted to to share you know uh, as you said some jazzy feeling chill beats you know uh progressions etc etc mm. so um so, so you'd say kevin yost was one of your your your, your... oh absolutely i mean uh, i mean kevin kevin yost was was just a huge huge inspiration and uh I was absolutely thrilled to be on iRecords back in the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I mean, we, we, we know what you, you've you've had. I mean, have you got anything going on at the moment as yourself? Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, of course I am. Well, um, I have some very, very interesting stuff coming out on Soul Minority Stratospheric uh, upcoming uh, I got a remix from Solmenary and uh, two guys from Germany, which I won't name. I let the surprise when it's going to go out. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, this, this is going to be a huge, uh, for me, I think, uh, a great EP because it's, again, uh, Jeff and I and my brother, us three, on a, on, on a track. Oh, my. And it sounds a bit brilliant. different. It's a, a, a vocal sample. It sounds a bit more hype, a bit more commercial house you know i was trying to make different stuff you know and it's all also very soulful uh, but at the moment i'm working on a demo um on a on a demo for uh, i have some labels in mind I, I i won't name them now but yeah i'm working on a, on a two original ep track and i got some remixes from uh McNair and clark a duo mm-hmm. from uh, toronto and my brother involved as well fantastic you got your books yes. full by the sounds of it yes and so that's one thing and then on the other hand i have uh, a couple tracks with jeff and uh, i have also another demo that i'm building for also another top label now uh, even the way i'm i'm working on my music and the way i'm producing is quite different from the beginning it's more 
precise. Sometimes it's, it takes just more time because I'm really trying to get one specific sound and uh, and really trying to to do more of the dance floor productions. You know, I want to to smash it up a bit more. I want to play my own tracks on the floor and sometimes it has to 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 rock and it it can't only be just deep. You know, it has yeah. to. It has to be deep. It has to take your head and your heart at the same time. Yeah. I mean, mean? my only recommendations with things like that is because I would definitely say keep deep, but do other other remixes of the same track. Yes, exactly. And I think there's a. um, I got you know I had a very hard time with beatports because I think um, I think the way they they promote their music on the on the website is just wrong because they're not looking into real talents or really the quality of the music you know there's a there's a kind of a, of a hype thing going on on the deep house session mm. which is really going away from the real deep house sound i think and i i think i'm not the only one to to, to think that way you know yeah. and um even some 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 tracks you know like they should call it like house or something else but sometimes it's just not deep house yeah you know i think it going off into new disco and yeah you know indie house and things like that the barriers yes, yes. the lines seem to be crossing don't they exactly yeah. way too far yeah yeah, yeah 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 what about the house riders you where do you see your future going where where's this going to end up in terms of do you hope to go more commercial or do you hope to you know stay with the production or do you hope to to dj more you know what 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 are the lines on that uh for the house riders or for, for you myself? and the house riders for you uh, for well, you for, as such yeah um i think um um you know of course i really want to get more involved into gigs and etc but i think i would take a, a, a better chance if i would be in europe mm. And um, so um, I'm planning to move back in in, in France uh, in the future uh, mm-hmm. to set my own my own level and blah blah blah. But of course, you know, to be to be uh, present uh, because um, for the gigs in Europe it's just so much easier. It's you know, Europe is it's it's vast. You know. Yeah. And um, I, I sometimes have the feeling I'm quite stuck in North America <laughs> because, uh, of course, New York is, is closed and blah, 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 but it's very different. Yeah, very much Very so. different. Um, and, uh, well, of course, I'm going to... Um, I always try to make better music and better music. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, of course, maybe at the end it's going to, you know, it's going to be better for me. I'm going to... I might hit some bigger labels that this label might... Um, kick me off a bit and get me some extra gigs and blah 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 blah, blah you know. Yeah. Well, there are labels that do that that, that use more promotional tools that are at their their grasp as such. You know, they they have yeah, nights. There, there is or there is simply labels that you you get on, you know, and and everything would just work so much easier for you. Yeah. You know, since you you you've done this and that blah blah, blah you know. Yeah. Very much so. So uh, you, you know. Jeff now lives in France, so uh, of course we are a bit less productive than we used to be. Um, but yeah, the, getting uh, sorry for the expression, but getting my my ass back in France would be uh, such a great thing for all of us uh, because I want you know to start my own label with my brother and Jeff. Brilliant. That's one of the ID, and at the same time, 
producing and gigging, gigging, gigging. Yeah, yeah. Well, Europe is the place to be. Yes. Um, you know, Spain, um, Ibiza, Greece, anywhere. Yeah. You, so many. You've got UK. so many. Now, Europe as well, being in, encompassing England, Ireland, that, you know. And I think I think it would be stupid for me to stay in Canada because even today, if I if tomorrow I, I say, okay, I'm going back to France, I think things would work uh, pretty good, you know, but I just I just want to be sure that I'm doing the right thing at the right time and yeah. not having to be rushed on doing this or that. Yeah. So by the time I'm gonna be back in France and it's gonna be for, for good, you know. Good. good. So that's why, you know, on on, on the other on the other hand I'm working hard um to get a very high quality of music that many people will play and and you know and you 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 kind of finally get a, a, some some kind of respect by some other big names you know yeah, yeah. Uh, which is which is pretty hard to 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 have i think because even if you if you if you produce amazing music but if you don't have the contacts or uh, you know uh, it's it's going to be much harder for you uh, in in instead of having many contacts and and making average music but you know yeah i know I know it, it is a hard market and things like that. And I, I, but again, you know, I think it's more contacts for yourself because your yeah. quality of music is already there. I think, you know, Thank without you. a doubt. Thank you. Now we've talked a, a little bit about music. Do you mind if I ask you a few personal questions? Go ahead. Stay with the music, but a little bit yeah, off, yeah. off from yeah, yourself. Sure. Yeah. Sure. It's yeah. A, if, if you, picked your track that you've worked on what yeah. would you think would be the your, your favorite track oh that, that that that's very hard um mm, you know. i think um okay let's for me the most uh okay let's say remix because original tracks is something else but the remix i prefer the most is the love that records okay um, uh, and uh, don't get me wrong, I did two versions of that track. It's uh, on iRecords. The track is from Edmund featuring Sasha. Okay. And uh, I was thrilled because at the time I was, you know, a huge fan of Edmund and I always loved Sasha's work, his, his voice. And um, what he's saying through that this, this track is simply, it, it means a lot for me. And that's why I made two versions. I, I really like the first version and then. I don't know. I just, you know, I was working on on, on something, and then and then boom, I had the sense I had to, you know, to make another version. So it would be uh, Edmund, Love That Records, uh, Deep Spell Reloaded, and uh, yeah, I think that would be number one. But who is fighting fighting hard with the, the moving dub? You know? <laughs> <laughs> your favorite track, not just yourself. Where what would you say that was? Oh my God! It's this is very very hard to tell because <laughs> there's so many tracks that, let's say, if we would go back into the time and and uh, more into classics and stuff that even today it's still, you know, hitting you know it's getting me as much as it was. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the track called "Thank You, Mum" by Saint Germain. Thank you, Mom, by Saint Germain. Pretty lucky because I found the, the the entire LP on on records, and I just got it last week. Brilliant. And I'm playing the track almost every day. So um, 
you know, it's a, it's a 12 minutes track and the four minutes, the first four minutes, there's no kick. It's only hats and, and claps and vocals yeah. and bass. And then the bass comes I in. Think, the, I the, think the this beat. is exactly, this is just brilliant. It's it's one of my favorite track ever. Fantastic. Top one. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, if we start talking about Kevin Yas, there would be also some other amazing tracks, you know. Now, if, if you weren't a DJ and you weren't a music producer, what would be your job? That's a very good question. I I think I would be some kind of a scientist or archaeologic. Fantastic. So you, you, yes. you lean towards the sciences more. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. Um, like, you know, when I, I'm not uh, making music or not playing video games, I, I, I'm just amazed by the universe and the science and, um, you know, um, life on Earth, all yeah. that stuff. I, I think it's uh, it's quite amazing, and at the end, I think you know it really comes back to the music, basically. You know the the vibration, yeah. the, the sounds. What it does to you, it can music can can move you in so exactly, many different ways. Exactly, you know? exactly. I I remember posting something very personal on my Facebook fan page. I think two or three months ago, I was saying a simple phrase that 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 said, "Deep House is in harmony with the universe." Mm. and which in my heart and soul is very true so yeah so i think um i think i would be involved uh, you know i would be or a scientist or maybe uh, up north uh, tracking the the water and watching the sea lip, lip level rise and stuff like that you Brilliant. know maybe yes absolutely i think that would be it or uh, maybe you know um movies acting that would be something i would like to do as well fantastic uh, so you've got an open market really in terms of what you'd like yeah to of course of course and i mean you know my my mom always told me a million times oh you could do this you could do that you could do this you could do that you know and basically at 19 i at 20 i stopped school and i started to make music but they they respect it and 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 uh, they see where i'm going to today and and you know when I I tell them that uh, music is is giving me all I need, you know. And, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, in terms even, of that, I mean, if if you could sit down with somebody then for an hour and just have a chat with them, cup of coffee, scientist, music, whoever, you know, yeah, yeah. Or actor, who would it be? Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, I would I would have loved to meet Bruce Lee. That's, yes, that's very yes. intimate for me because I think this man was just uh, in out of bar- martial arts. If we were talking just about who he was and not only his martial arts, I think uh, I think the, this this man was just amazing, amazing. wasn't he? And uh, I do Tai Chi. Oh yeah, you do. I I also awesome. did seven years of Lao Ga Kung Fu awesome. because of Bruce Lee. Awesome. Well, I did uh, Jeet, Jeet Kune Do for uh, basically for five years. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's Bruce Lee's own style. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, exactly. It, it, it got me into, you know, watching all the films and knowing of him and Yip Man and, yeah. and everything else. It just got me into, into the martial arts. I've done 21 years in martial arts now. Nice. Um, I got into, I done some karate after after some kung fu, and then I, I found a little thing when I was in the service. I found a little thing called Aikido. Yes, yeah. And, I, you know, the harmonizing, and instead of resistance, you move with, you blend exactly. with. Yeah. 
you know, yeah, and Kung yeah, Fu's yeah, Tai yeah. Chi and Kung Fu and everything else, very similar, you know. You, yes, you, it the, is. The stronger person will normally win if you try and fight strength with strength. Yeah, absolutely. But, but I've, got, I've managed to get my second degree black belt in Aikido. Oh wow! Amazing. You know, so I've I've stuck with it for a good few years. And you know, the two things that the two things that that have always been in my life, other than music, has been my family and my martial arts. Yeah, of course. You know, nice, brilliant. Nice. That's a yeah. fantastic one. Now, uh, hopefully, in the near future, we may get together as the house riders as well, which would be yeah. another amazing show for me. Perfect. All Sounds right. You nice. look after yourself, Bryce. Thank you, and uh, take care of yourself, and uh, actually we will talk very soon this week, I guess. Brilliant. Thank All you right. very much, my friend. All right. Have a, have a good night. Thank you. You too. All the best. Bye, Mark. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What a top man. Absolutely loved having a good chat with the man. Uh, he's got some fantastic views on music, as well he's got a great ear for music. And what I'm going to do, the next sort of half hour, I'm going to put together some of his... Well, let's say a selection of Deep Spells tracks, remixes, collaborations, and a few of his favourites. And then for the final hour, he's doing us an exclusive hour-long mix. The track that's coming in, this is Station November. It's the original mix. The artist is the House Riders. It's the House Riders Blue October EP. This was taken off. And the release date for this was again back in October 2011. This was on Deep Wit Recordings.
stop thinking about you. Thinking about you about you that was the original mix by deep spell and kevin martin spell the uh, release date for that was back in october 2011 it was released on um records
track. That's Deep Spell's favourite remix. That's Loved the Records. That's Deep Spell's Reloaded remix. The artist was Edmund. The release date for that was 2012. I think it was about September. And it was an iRecords release. Tune we got coming in. This is Master Chris. My pleasure. Jeff Fontaine and Deep Spell remix. Another collaboration on Acral Music from about October 
My Heart, the Alvero Highlander remix. That was one of Deep Spell's own tracks. I think it was out on Relux Underground. I think it was released about March 2013. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. You could miss it. You could miss it. This is Saint-Germain, Thank You Mum, it's the original mix. This was released back in August of 2012 from the stunning album Detroit to Saint-Germain, the complete series for connoisseurs. Cracking tune. After this, going to be coming back very shortly and Deep Spell is going to be doing as an exclusive hour-long mix here on the Sounds Collective. So stay tuned and enjoy. Thank you. 
This is the Sounds Collective. Collective. Uh, right, welcome back. This is the Sounds Collective on 87.7 Stafford FM and staffordfm.co.uk around the world. Here is Deep Spell in the mix for the next hour with an exclusive vinyl and digital Sounds Collective mix. Enjoy. Take that. 
for tonight I'd like to say a massive thank you to Deep Spell for an amazing mix an amazing show I really did enjoy having a chat with the man and uh, hopefully he's going to be coming back again very shortly with Jeff Fontaine and do us an exclusive show as the House Riders I really look forward to that one next week Oleg and Stereoteric are in the house they're going to be doing an exclusive Sounds Collective Mix. See you next Saturday night, 10pm, here on the Sounds Collective. Have a great week. Good night. You are listening to the Sounds Collective. Deeper. Deeper. Deeper.